Jesus' name. Greetings. On this Friday Eve. <coughs> Praise God. A lot of activity going on in the town tonight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of things happening, but nothing compared to what's happening. That's in this right. Place. It's winter. I'm glad to be in the house of God again. See everybody here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But there is a, a heavenly call on here. Amen. He said, wherever two or three are gathered That's right. together in my name, there am I in the midst. Amen. So we just make up your mind that, that already established. That's right. So a lot can happen. Anything can happen. Amen. Say anything can happen. Anything can happen. Probably will. Probably will. Hallelujah. When you talk about the Lord like that, you talk about faith, <clears throat> that statement is true. Anything can happen in probability. Yeah. Because that's how our God is. Amen. He's, a, he's the God of our salvation. He redeemed us. Amen. Delivered us. Set us free. Gave us an inheritance. Amen. Turned around and the Bible says he led captivity captive and he turned around and he gave gifts unto men. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. How many of you want to claim your gifts tonight? Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Start out with the Holy Ghost because that's how it starts out. Yep. Start out with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Everything follows after that. Yeah. That's what the Bible teaches. But it's good to be in the house of God. <clears throat> Let's not forget those we have been praying for. Uh, Brother Waldron, his wife, Sister Glenda, Brother Joel Longshore, Sister Gwen, the church in uh, Brunswick, Georgia. Praise the Lord, Brother Chuck, Sister Linda, Brother David Marshall, Brother Dan Edwards. Uh, I was supposed to tell you hello from Sister Cora Walker. Amen. Amen. And, hello. And uh, I just shot her a text and told her what was going on, and she said, "Praise the Lord! I wish I could be there. She's having a good time." But she said, "Tell everybody I said hello." Amen. Amen. So she's down in Florida. Mm. But she wishes she could be here with us. Let's not forget her and everybody else. The White River Bunch. Brother Luke and Sister Savannah Wethy. I really believe that the Lord's putting things together and his plan is going to be realized. I believe in the very near future. So that's the reason why all this is happening, all the preparation. Praise God, what God's doing. Amen. I'm glad I'm a part of it. I'm glad I'm here. It's good to see everybody here. I'd like to uh, ask Brother Kevin Blaine to come and lead us in prayer tonight. The musicians and singers, come on up. If you all stand with us, let's open up with prayer.
Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. It's good to be in the house of God tonight. Amen. 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 Who's looking for a miracle? Amen. 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 Amen.
Lord, your word says be blessed and cheerful. Give her, help us to give cheerfully, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord, and help us to understand that it is you that gives us wealth, give power to give wealth, oh God. And we give you all the praise, Lord. Lord bless this offering. Bless those that give you. Thank you, Jesus. We give you all the praise, glory, and honor, Lord. Amen. 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 Let's just continue with our worship scene. Let's just lift our hands. You're the one we wait on you to we worship.
pavement of uh, slowly drawing us and putting us in that place where we need to be. Thank God for his word. Wow. Uh, I mean, Brother Harold, uh, Pastor Harold was saying last night, the word has been rich. Yeah. Have a, a revelation, understanding, even by the Holy Ghost, because what the Bible says that it's a the spirit he gave us is a spirit of truth. That's yeah. right. Amen. He'll lead us in God's all truth. All we got to do is ask. Yeah. Seek and knock. That's right. And things that he'll reveal to us. There's mysteries, but he wants to reveal those mysteries. Amen. Amen. Especially his last days. Yeah. Oh, we gotta be in that place where he's but, through the ministry he'll, he'll speak to his church. Yeah. We'll be in that place of uh, safety. Yeah. That place of refuge. Amen. Where he's taking care of his church. Amen. Like I think I said before, we're going to be one step ahead. Amen. All evil. Amen. But this world is, amen, the wrath of man. Amen. That's what he's going to help us do. We're going to have to endure some things, but he's going to help us do. Amen. Thank God for His Word. Yeah, I appreciate all you saints to God. Amen. 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 Still here, still Hallelujah. coming back. Yeah. Amen. And uh, Hallelujah. Uh, Brother Craig, uh, what's the last thing you preached about uh, all the disciples that Jesus uh, 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 was talking to him and, uh, and a hard saying he laid on them and they couldn't really comprehend it. The Bible says he allowed them to turn back and follow him. Yeah. And it still gets me, you know. Uh, Amen. They, uh, he, he asked them, he asked the disciples, are you going to go too? They said, yeah, where, where are we going to go? Yeah. You have the words yeah. of life, yeah. the words of truth. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. Where else can we go? Yeah, exactly. After you taste of the Lord that his sweet, his good, his gracious, where else can we yeah. go? Yeah, yeah, that's right. There's no place else. There's nothing back there for us. Yeah. It's all right here. That's right. In his kingdom. Amen. In his presence. Yeah. Amen. Who has a Everything that's in me is not 
ourselves are feeling unstable, not feeling like we're stable. God is strong. God is there. Even though, even though we don't feel him or anything like that at the time, God's there. It's believing his word. Yes. In a persuaded mind and a made up mind only. You're there, Lord. You're there, Lord. Yes. You're here with me. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't feel you, even though I don't feel like this or like that, you know what? I just walk in faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. We walk, we walk by faith, not by sight, not by our feelings, not by what we feel in the present moment, but what we by faith. Yes. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the things not seen. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got to look to God. Yeah. And then God for guiding my steps for leading me. I worship him the way I worship him because I love him. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. He's the one who saved me. He's the one who helped me. Hallelujah. He was there for me every time. Thank you, Every Jesus. time that I was hurt, he was there for me. And he's always going to be there for me. Hallelujah. No matter what. Amen. Nothing yes. can separate us from the love of God. That's right. God's love is powerful. God's love will draw you to a place of repentance. Amen. All this sorrow leads to repentance. That's right. That repaired something that I, I, I hold to you. I hold to God because God is the one who loves, who loves each and every one of you. Amen. Because it's God by God's grace for all of you. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say, thank you, Jesus. We love each and every one of you. God bless each and every one of you. Amen. 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 Amen.
in like his little church, and here I am. Oh man, I just Amen. love being in church. I love being
was thanking him that we have men of God that are obedient. I want to thank the Lord for that because he brings a word that helps us, guides us, directs us, leads us. And I'm grateful for that because it's the word that, you know, we need Amen. to edify our spirits. And I started to pray and I started to pray for souls and and I asked him, you know, I know that you're moving, Lord, and I know that you're opening the doors for the souls to come in, Lord Jesus, you know. And I just want to thank you for that. But help us to be ready for it, you know. And, and after <laughs> I was praying, and all of a sudden, it, I got just quiet. But I could feel the Holy Ghost stirring. And while, while I just turned the radio off, and I just drove for a while. And then I heard him. And he said, these come out by fasting and prayer. Mm. And so I thought about it, and I thought, because I was praying for us as a body, I thought, is that for all of us, or is that just for me? So, you know, me, I know what I gotta do. I'm gonna obey you, and I'm just letting you know, you guys pray about it, you can take it, you let go in one ear or out the other, but I'm gonna obey the Lord, because mm. whatever he's got planned and whatever Amen. is coming, you know, for a soul. So I want to praise him and thank him that even even in those little things, he, he lets us know. And I'm so grateful that I'm, I'm his. I just want to greet you all in Jesus' name. about uh, the revival that they had in, the, in that at that time went for three years and we are just on day number what I don't remember but I was thinking about how powerful it was they went when they went to uh, meet for prayer they went expecting and I think that's what we need to do when we come. We need to come expecting Amen. God to do something. And um, we were talking about how the Shekinah glory, certain ones in this audience can see it, and some of us can't, you know, but all of them seen it at Azusa Street. It was so thick. One of the witnesses, as an older man, he wrote a book about him being 10 years old at Azusa Street, and he, the Shekinah Glory was so thick that they could play hide and seek in it, him and his friends. That's how thick it was. It's like me, I wouldn't even be able to see Brother Aaron up in the front. But all they went there for was to pray. And sometimes they didn't even get to hear the word of God because the Lord was there, mighty and powerful, and doing what he wanted to do. And that's why I believe that the Azusa Street Revival continued the way it did is because God was able to have his way. Mm -hmm. He was able to, you know, we the, the people, like Lisa said, it comes out by prayer and fasting. Mm -hmm. We got to do what we got to do to please God and come expecting because uh, otherwise we'll be at a standstill. We, we need to just keep pushing ourselves expecting more and more from God. I really was excited today 
thinking about church tonight. What a privilege I have to be able to wake up and expect to come to church again tonight. I thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen.
None of us should be. I'm thankful I came tonight to walk out of here with new kidneys. Amen. That's my expectancy. Every time I come before God, Amen. says, go boldly. I'm going boldly. I thank you, Lord, to be in your in my mind from years ago is uh, when he was back in Whitehurst. And uh, every time I look at a pulpit, I remember uh, Mr. Garrison, she had a, a, a sign up here in front. Is that right here from the pulpit? The sign there was, Jesus never fails. Right. Yeah. That just etched into my mind. Every, you know, every time I went to church, I seen that. Yeah. You know, words like that just does something to you. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. No matter what comes your way, you know, there's nothing he, you know, Jesus can't do. He That's can't right. lie. That's right. He can't fail. Yeah. Amen. He's always there. We gotta endure. Some things we have to endure. That's we right. go through yep. things, but He's there with us, and He never will let us fail. Amen. Just trust Him. Amen. Amen. Right. Amen. So I feel encouraged. Amen. Yes. Looking forward to the word of God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Let it come into your hearts, into your very being. Yes. And just let it take fruit. Because yeah. it's going to do something good for all of us. Yes. The word is living. The word is alive. Amen. So amen. With that, I'll turn it to Pastor. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. It still blows my mind every time I hear my husband talk like that. It does because I remember even when I was in my backslid seat how we used to fight over uh, the truth and traditionalism. And he used to say that I'll never ever stand by the side of church. I'm like, where's he at? <laughs> <laughs> That's what God can do. Alone again. Oh. 
That's right, amen. That's the business he's in. Praise God. Whatever we are going through, whatever we are experiencing, amen, how we feel sometimes insignificant or unworthy, praise God. That's what he does. That's what he does. He's a healer of our spirit, of our mind, of our emotions, of our body. That's the goodness of God. Thank him for that. Like the scripture says, amen. He came to set the captives free. And whatever we have that binds us, keeps us back, being able to touch him, guess what? He's a, he has the power to set us free. He has the power to restore us. Praise God, do all that for us. It's wonderful, isn't it? Praise God, and I thank Him for that. So, hallelujah. I just invite you just to reach out for Him tonight in this service. <clears throat> Let Him make a difference in your life. Because He certainly will. He certainly will. Hallelujah. If you're hungry, if you're thirsty, Hallelujah. if you're afflicted, if you're hurt, if you're broken, if you're bruised, God can make it better for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I thank the Lord for everything that he's done. We might be a little on the tired side, but in our flesh, but praise God, we just continue to seek the Lord. God will give us strength. Uh, thank God all of you are back here this evening. Take time. <clears throat> because he's in everything that we're doing right now. It's obviously here in our, in our midst. So I'm going to hand the service over to Brother Craig and him just to obey God again tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me make sure it is. There it is. Thank you, Jesus. Give the Lord a hand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Greetings in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to say thank you for your testimonies and your presence here all week. Beautiful Friday evening, August 6, 2021. Yeah. Best month of the year. Yeah. By God's design. Yeah. Some very powerful people have been born in this month. Yeah. We won't mention any names. Yeah. Well, the Lord said, if I had a choice to be born, it would have been August. Yeah. I said, okay, Lord. We greet you in that saving name tonight. Thank you for being here. And for this family that's been coming from Tyndall, thank you so much for being with us. Make yourself at home. Amen. And then for all of you that are as well traveling to be here, Lake Andes, Wagner, Mike, is, is anybody in Lake Andes? Why does Lake Andes come to my mind? 
Maybe one of you brethren are supposed to go there and start the church. <laughs> Wagner, I guess I mean to say Wagner. Wagner, thank you so much for being here. And of course, uh, we'll acknowledge our White River Saints that are will eventually listen on podcast. And um, others are getting feedback from Wyoming Amen. about the beautiful services. And so the question is being asked uh, by text. I got a phone call just as I was getting ready to leave Brother Harold's house. And uh, Pastor, I just preached a revival for before we came to Peak, Gatesville, Texas. Called just to say, hey, he said, just to let you know we love you. We're praying for you. How's it going? I said, well, I said, if I'm not mistaken, this is the 10th night of revival. Amen. Silence. <laughs> he said, you know, Brother Marshall, I can't tell you how many years it's been since I've been in a 10-night revival. Wow. So you're making history. Yeah. You ought to give yourself a hand. God's paying for mileage, I'll get a big check when we get to heaven. Yeah. Here's your mileage check. Yeah. Oh, and here's your mansion, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll take over the mileage check. Just let me have my mansion. Yeah. Somebody said, I want my cabin in the corner of Glory Land. I said, yeah. not me. Yeah. <laughs> I've endured a lot. I want my mansion. How about you? Amen. Amen. It's all in the Bible. Uh, who said that tonight? Brother Aaron. Maybe it was. Today we call it heaven. Tomorrow we'll call it home. Yeah. Praise God. No better place to be on a Friday night. Yeah. You all know where you used to hang out. Yeah. 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 Really no good, too. <laughs> 
but look at what God did. Praise the Lord. Uh, before I get into the word, I, I am compelled to say thank you for, for sharing with us your talents from the kitchen, the blessings from the oven, and uh, your gifts. She blessed us. My wife got blessed last night, so boy. I... <laughs> and then she wouldn't even look at me. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you so much for your giving, but most of all, thank you for your heart tonight, for being here. That's That says a lot. We're excited to be here. Um, I know God is doing some things that we'll never know until we get to the other side. Quite honestly. Preparation is being made. God's drawing souls in. You are seeing revival, that steam engine of revival is just picking up momentum. Amen, yeah. And God is going to bless you with some mighty things. Amen. Praise God. And I'm glad that uh, he's still in the saving business. Amen. Praise the Lord. So before we read tonight, just look at your neighbor and just tell him, say, you look good tonight. And the recipient of that statement, just tell them, say, I know. He <laughs> really does, doesn't he? Somebody said he doesn't make mistakes, so that must be true. <laughs> Praise God. Find your Bible tonight. We'll turn to the book of Psalm. Job Psalm Proverb will be in the book of Psalm 107. And when you have found Psalm 107, just look up this way and wave your hand. Most of you. We'll wait on some of you for about seven more seconds. Psalm 107, I will commence reading at verse 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Gathered them out of the lands from the east, the west, the north, and the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. In the Hebrew, the word wilderness uh, is translated as desert. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty their soul fainted in them then they cried unto the lord in their trouble 
and he delivered them out of their distresses. And he led them forth by the right way. Must mean there's a wrong way. That they might go to a city of habitation. Let's pray. Lord, we ask that your words, a living, breathing organism, powerful, alive, let it reach into our hearts tonight. Lord, we don't know tonight from our perspective what we're reaching for, but you know every need in the house. There's some that need healing, deliverance, encouragement, strength. I pray your word will not return void. God, uncover, reveal through the preaching of the word, bind the enemy. Let your Holy Spirit take dominion over every other spirit, that there may be liberty in this beautiful presence and congregation. Minister to us, impart to us, quicken it by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. Beautiful scripture reading tonight. Psalm. Psalms is one of my favorite books. I've got several that are favorite, but Psalms is one of my favorite. When you look at the placement of this psalm, reference of the psalm mentions two events when you study it. The two events in Israel's history, first one was, some scholars say that it mentioned the deliverance from Egypt, the Exodus, as a nation from Egypt. And then there's others that believe that it was penned after the 70 years of bondage in Babylonian captivity and they have been released now and are going back to their homelands, back to their land of nativity. But nevertheless, both of those settings will fit. And so they were offering up a prayer of thanksgiving saying, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. For his mercy endureth forever. And I want to take my title out of these next few words in this front portion of verse 2. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So my title tonight in two words, say so. Look at somebody and say, say so. Say so. I'll come back to that in a moment. I want you to turn over to the book of Revelation chapter 12. Revelation 12. This ought to be a good reminder for us tonight. And if we even have an inkling that the devil is around somewhere, which I don't feel like he is, sometimes he just needs to be reminded from the book of Revelation that this is your end here. Yeah. You 
pay the loser. Yeah, yeah. Verse 7 reads, and there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought and his angels. Somebody say the devil. The devil. That's the dragon. They prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation, and strength, and the kingdom of our God, and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. That's his business. He accuses the people of God day and night. He understands the same method and principle that the Lord uses. And so sometimes uh, Satan will use people to accuse you. And really the truth of the matter is, he uses people that are closest to you to accuse you. So you've got to make sure that you know who your friends are, know who your enemies are, and then know yourself. Amen. Because everybody that calls you friend does not have your best interest at heart. Sometimes they will milk you for all that they can get from you as long as it benefits them. That wasn't even in my notes, but somebody just needs to hear that tonight. So make up your mind. If I've got to walk alone, I'm going to walk alone. All you're going to do is drag me down. I don't need you on my friend list. I unfriend you in Jesus' name. Yeah. Yeah. Then when that friend request comes up, just put on there whatever they do. What is it? Remove or deny or however it goes. Just push the button. And says not today. Yeah. <laughs> he is accused, accusing God's people. So verse eleven is where I want to focus our attention. And they, somebody say that's the church. That's the church. Overcame him, the dragon, the devil, Satan. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. We tend to take this scripture verse when we urge people to stand up much like you did during testimony. We quote this verse of scripture and we say, you're made an overcomer by the word of your testimony. And so we urge people to stand up and they get excited and say, yes, we are. And they stand up and they testify. Or I've heard men quote Psalm 107 verse 2 let the redeemed of the Lord say so and so we get up and we say so and so tonight I want to preach on those two words did you realize that if you go to the dictionary you don't have to go to the night so don't pick your phone up and start looking yeah amen Google might help you, but 
Google doesn't know everything. That's right. But God does. Amen. If you look up the expression, say so, the two words, hold up two fingers. Say so. Say so. You'll actually find this definition. It is an authoritative pronouncement. A statement of permission to do something. Means you have somebody's permission to say so. If you have a mission statement, a business usually does. In other words, you have the authority of that business. They are sanctioning your say-so. So whatever you say, they're going to back you up. Say-so is to channel the influence of authority. To speak, to give voice to. To say so. Amen. So I want to drop this next reference scripture here, amen, as part of my foundation to make this point tonight. And if you'll turn with me to the book of Mark chapter 11, verse 27, an authoritative pronouncement. Somebody has given you the permission to make that statement. Somebody has sanctioned you with that authority to say so. Mark 11, verse 27. They come again to Jerusalem, and as he was walking in the temple, there come to him the chief priests and the scribes and the elders, and say unto him, By what authority doest thou these things? Question mark. And who gave thee this authority to do these things? I love Jesus because he's pretty awesome. Jesus answered and said unto them, I, I'm going to ask you one question. And answer me and I will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John. Was it from heaven or of men? Answer me. And they reasoned with themselves saying, If we shall say from heaven, he's going to say to us, Why then did you not believe him? But if we shall say of men, they feared the people, for all men counted John uh, that he was a prophet indeed. And so after their reasoning, they come out of their huddle and they said, um, Jesus, we cannot tell. And so Jesus answered and said unto them, Neither do I tell you by what authority I do these things. You've got to understand this tonight. Sometimes the devil is just plain old nosy. Yeah, yeah. And nobody in this room has to tell him anything that you don't want him to know. When he starts prodding and picking... Don't get a gossip spirit on you and have a conversation with the devil. Because he uses people to talk about people. Don't be guilty of sitting there listening. That's right. Amen. Character assassination. 
Just tell them, say, hey, that's my brother. I don't have time to listen to that junk. Amen. So here they come trying to stop Jesus in his tracks. <clears throat> they wanted to know. Who gave you the authority to say so? He said, okay, you want to play that game here, boy? So I've got a question for you. The baptism of John, is it of heaven or of men? We can't tell you that. He said, well, I can't tell you either. Look at somebody and say, Jesus is all right. Jesus is all right. Isaiah 12 and 6 says this. Cry out. That's say so and shout thou inhabitant of Zion for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee he's here right now Amen. let's lift our hands and just ask the Lord to cover us tonight Cover us. Hallelujah. I sense a struggle. I really do. Let's just continue for a moment here. There's somebody's somebody's in a struggle tonight. Hallelujah. Jesus help us. Move to the source of the struggle and minister, God, right now. Cover by your spirit. Help us. So, he said, they overcame. They prevailed by two things. The blood of the Lamb. And then their word of the testimony. I want you to consider as I read to you some Old Testament scripture. Early in Israel's emancipation from Egypt, when they were coming out of the land of Egypt now, they've been in bondage for well over 400 years now, and they're finally making their exodus. And shortly into their exodus, the Lord tells Moses to institute uh, the Passover. And so in Exodus 12, it tells us uh, all of the details of the institution of the Passover, but I'm just going to read one or two verses here. Um, the Lord told Moses, and ye shall take a bunch of hyssop. Hyssop was a small leafy bush, so they would use the stems and the leaves of hyssop. He said, use that hyssop, dip it into the blood, the blood of a lamb, Strike the lintel and the side of the post with the blood. And none of you shall go out of the door of his house until the morning. And so what they're doing is they're taking that hyssop. They dip it into the blood of that lamb. And the husband, the father goes to the door. He hits it three times. And he puts blood on the door. That was a commandment from the Lord. Somebody say that was a commandment, not an option, not a suggestion, a commandment. He says, you go and you put the blood on the doors and you stay there until morning. That's a type of the church. 
Amen. Once you have the blood applied, stay in the church yeah. until you hear the trumpet sound. Yeah. Don't get out of the church until morning comes. Right. After a while, morning is going to come. Yeah. And if we're still alive, we're going to hear the trumpet sound. Yeah. So look at somebody and tell them, stay in the church. So he says, when you do that, because here's what's going to happen. The Lord's going to pass through to smite the Egyptians. And when he seeth the blood upon the lintel and upon the two side posts, the Lord will pass over the door. Yeah. Woo! And will not suffer the destroyer to come unto your house to smite you. Oh, there's power in the blood. Yes. There's power in the blood. Yes. Hallelujah. And this was instituted upon the eve of the 10th plague. The death of the firstborn. So when the death angel came through Egypt, the death angel saw the blood on the doorposts. I've had an experience several years ago that I testified about that a medicine man, actually his helper, had told us they went into ceremony apparently is what they told us they went into ceremony because uh, of what we believed we were Christians and we were doing the work of God and apparently they didn't like it it didn't sit well with them so they went into ceremony against us my wife was there she heard every word this man said so this is not an exaggerated story these are his words said when the medicine man conjured up the spirit and they went he said um something happened that shocked the medicine man he said the spirits came back <laughs> didn't he say that huh? and the spirits obviously they were conversing with the medicine man and told him said we can't touch that family because there's a bloodline around them so I am, isn't that what he said? Those were his words, not mine. So I am a firm believer in the power of yeah. the blood. Yeah. Oh, let's thank God for the power of the blood. every day yeah. there's death involved in this walk with God in fact Paul said they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and the lusts every day not just during revival every day nowhere in the book does it say keep your flesh in check it said die out every day and when you die out to the flesh you're going to have a smile on your face. Yeah, because yeah, the flesh yeah. doesn't like to smile. The flesh likes to frown. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Long, puffy face. Yeah. Look like a bloated toad. Let's go ahead and smile right now. Yeah. Everything's going to be all right. Yeah. You tell somebody that tonight? Yeah. I, 
I'd like to know, Brother Aaron, who sat on the committee that determined it takes, amen, more muscles to frown than it does to smile. They sat there and watched them. And they counted the muscles. Probably spent our tax dollars doing it, too. Yeah. But just go ahead and smile right now. Let's yeah. bring that to be true tonight. There's power in the blood. Power in the blood. So... He said, you're going to overcome by the blood of the lamb, the Passover. And I remind you tonight, according to John's account, John Baptist sees Jesus coming unto him at the river Jordan and saith, behold, the lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Somebody say the world. The world. That's every one of us in this room. That's 7.5 billion human beings right now revelation 13 and 8 talked about that same lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world and then peter reminds us in his first epistle he said we were not redeemed with corruptible things but with the precious blood of christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot can we take a moment just to thank God for his blood right now, for his goodness, and for his mercy. Amen. So he said it's by that blood that you're made an overcomer. And within the context of the next phrase that he makes, even though we like to apply it to you and I standing up and giving our testimony, that is partially true, but within the context of what the scripture says, it's not totally true. The word of our testimony. Testimony tonight is evidence. And you and I have some strong evidence tonight yeah. that God is real. Amen. Amen. He is still in the saving business tonight. Right. A testimony is a sworn statement. It is proof. It is verification. Testimony is a witness. I have evidence tonight that I am free. Yes. Amen. I do. I have proof that I am free tonight. Yes. This is not a figment of my imagination. That's right. You didn't just catch me on a good day. Yeah. I have proof tonight. Amen. In fact, I have hard evidence that I can show you how God made me free. Yes. Amen. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm not happy just because it's payday. Yeah. Uh, hallelujah. <laughs> Or I'm all caught up on the bills, so I've got a little relief to breathe and smile. No, I'm free because yeah. of the blood That's tonight. Right. And the testimony is that I can stay free yeah. too. Yeah. So when we stay within the confines of Scripture, a testament is a will. A testament is a contract. A testament is an affidavit. These are all legal terms. Yep. It's not just an affidavit. It's not just a piece of paper. But it has a stamp. And then it has a signature that authenticates and gives that documentation authority. It is a sworn affidavit. Attested 
in the presence of credible witnesses. Hear me tonight. This is the word of somebody's testimony. When you go into court, you have to have all of the proof of this documentation. And so you just can't get up there and say, well, I thought I saw and I thought I heard. Your yeah. witness has to be accurate. That's right. Amen. And so it's attested in the presence of credible witnesses or otherwise it will be void and no effect. Yeah. Somebody say a testimony. A testimony. So he said, you're made an overcomer by the blood of the lamb and then the word of testimony somebody say amen amen hallelujah i'm going to go over to the book of revelation just to keep myself in check here tonight praise god so listen to this tonight paul said a testament is a force only after men are dead Otherwise, it is of no strength at all while the testator liveth. For where a testament is, there must also of necessity. It's necessary, it's imperative that there be the death of the testator. So who is a testator tonight? What is the definition of a testator? The definition of a testator is a person who has made a will. And what you hold in your hand tonight called the Bible, the Word of God, is the will of Almighty God. Amen. And it's of no effect to us except that God had died. <laughs> well, He is alive tonight. But he did admit, I did die. Yeah. They put me in a sepulcher. I was there for three days, but I rose again. Amen. So what you hold in your hands tonight is God's will. Yes. And doesn't it make us happy tonight to know that we are part of God's will? Yes. Do you understand everything that God has bequeathed to us? He said, I'll heal your body when you're sick. I'll put your family back together when it breaks up. I'll heal your diseases. I'll provide for every need. I'll bless you with revival. I want you to be the head and not the tail. I'll help you when you walk in the valley. All of this is in the will of God. God said, I'm going to give you strength in your weakness. I'm going to bless you when you don't know where it's coming from. So he knew that in order to make this affidavit of effect, he was going to have to die. So the testament, somebody say this document, this affidavit is none other than the word of God. Do you realize, how many of you read the Bible every day? Three of us. Praise God. Wow. I don't know what the rest of you do then. I read the Bible every day. Sometimes several times a day. 
I love it. Uh, my flesh doesn't like it. It hurts. It gets me mad, but I still read the Bible. Amen. And so everything that I'm not aligned up to, then I get these old bones down and I pray and say, Lord, help me to make that connection That's right. because I'm not there yet. That's right. So there's something about the word of God. The natural man doesn't like the word of God. That's right. Just the inner man. Yeah. Just the real you. Yeah. Somebody say the real me. The real me. Now get this. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. Now I want you to remember the title tonight. Two words. Say so. It's an authoritative expression. Somebody has to sanction you to be able to say whatever it is you're saying you have to have somebody that's backing up that has the legal proof and authority to back up whatever it is you're saying let the redeemed of the lord say so you know what gives us the sanction tonight to lift our hands the Word of God. Yes. Amen. You know what the Word of God can do with the moving of the Spirit? When we come in here after so many nights of revival and we're just a little bit tired physically, all of a sudden we lift our hands and we begin to say so. These are not just empty words. These words carry import. These words carry power because they're sanctioned, amen, by the will of God. And when we stand up and say, I can run through a troop and leap over a wall, hallelujah. Or we can say, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. And then we remind ourselves most of the time, I'm a winner tonight. I'm not a loser. I don't have any reason to be sad. And when I'm in the valley, God, I have to say so. I've got to tell somebody how good God is. I've got to tell somebody, amen, about the mercies of God. And instead of telling God about all my problems, there's times that I do say so, and I tell my problems how big my God is. Because I've got the authority by the Holy Ghost. I am sanctioned tonight. I'm not just up here bumping my thumbs. I've got the backing of God. I've got God's will. He said, I'll sign that affidavit because I've been down to the grave. I went down to hell. I'll sign it in my blood. So what you're doing tonight is letting the redeemed say so. Don't let the devil silence you. Don't let the devil make you sit there and not be able to say anything to God. shy person. No, you're not, because I've heard you when you get around certain people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why don't you open your mouth and let God put words in there tonight? Amen. So this testament is of no force. Well, men are still alive. But somebody say, Jesus died. Jesus died. 
but then he's still alive. Yeah. Figure that one out. He died, but he's still alive. Yeah. That's the God I serve. Yeah. Most people can't say that. He died and he's still dead. Yeah. Still laying over there in the grave. How do you know Jesus is here tonight? I feel him. Yes. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Amen. So listen to this. When God made promise, Paul said this, when God made promise, he made a proclamation. God began to make an announcement. He said so. And this is what he did. He said, because I can swear by no greater. I've got to swear by myself. He severed himself. It's a Hebrew declaration out of the word Shabbat. That he repeated the declaration seven times as if a man making a covenant to complete that covenant he said this is what i've got to do i've got to come to planet earth and i'm going to robe myself in flesh and i'm going to become like those that i want to redeem aren't you glad tonight that he did and so he said this in order to make that affidavit legal and binding For it will have the force to bequeath to my people the things that I want them to have. He said, I'm going to do it in front of two witnesses. And the Bible said he confirmed it by an oath. That by two immutable things, a promise and an oath. The word of God is alive in here tonight. It can change you if you'll let it. But if you say no to God, he'll walk right by you. Amen. He did that. He attested in front of two credible witnesses. He said, I could find nobody worthy enough to die for you. And God loved us enough that he came all by himself. And so tonight I stand in the will of God. Amen. I'm full of the Holy Ghost because that was in his will for me. I've got joy tonight because God said, I want to give you joy. That's in my will. I want to give you peace tonight. Do you have peace tonight? He said, you ought to. That's in my will. And I summed it up. I summoned myself. I'm saying so tonight. saying so 
Because when you look at the Greek word uh, logos, it means in two words, something said. God set the example way early in his book in three verses, in actually three verses after Genesis 1, Genesis 3, the Bible said, and God said. Open his mouth. Open your mouth right now. Say God used his mouth. God used his mouth. God said, Logos, Logos, however you want to say it. Something said. His thoughts, Brother Rich, his motive, he couldn't hold it inside anymore. He said, This is doing me no good just being in my mind. And my motive will never come to pass unless I speak it. And so he spoke it into existence. My word became flesh. It was a say-so tonight. It was not just an expression of words, but it was a divine expression. So when Jesus was born, he had the authority and the will of God to set you and I free. That's how he could heal the sick. That's how he could open blind eyes. He was bequeathed out of the will of God. And he said to you and I, greater works than these shall you do. Because I go unto the Father. Why don't you start acting out and claiming, amen, those promises that are in the will of God. Come out of the shadows and let God use you. Come out of the darkness and let God use you. That's where God wants to take us. We need to get past mediocrity. We need to get past formality. We're starting to get... Amen. The notice of people calling and saying, hey, just yeah. like tonight, heard you going past three nights of revival. Yeah. Don't them people get tired? I'm sure they do. But that's their business, not mine. Yeah. Don't you get tired? Yes, I do. But when I get in the presence of God, yeah. something begins Texas uh, renovating the house and 
beautiful home. They were doing some minor renova renovations that cost multiplied thousands of dollars. And it was just a young couple. And I thought to myself, ma'am, they're children of oil barons or something's gone on here because there's nobody that can be that young and have that much money. <laughs> Almost mad like. <laughs> Beautiful big home. Multi-level. I don't know, half a million dollar home. They were doing some minor renovations. And sure enough, the husband come out one day and said, we were able to buy this home because my grandmother left me some money in her will. Did you know that God left you some things tonight in his will? Let you do some renovations on your life. You're not happy with the home you're living in. God said, I'll make a way for you to make some renovations. Let's just lift your hands. 
I don't care what the accuser or the brother is saying. I don't care what some loved one is telling you. Don't go to church there. Don't be a part of that. Oh, you pray through again. You're living for God again. Oh, the accuser of the brethren. But I'm made an overcomer by the word. Amen of my testimony. And the blood of the Lamb. And when the accuser comes and he sees the blood on the doorpost, he's got to pass on. Why? Because I'm saying so tonight. That the redeemed of the Lord say so.
church tonight. Hallelujah. Tell depression you don't rule my mind.
suicidal tendencies. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And they were made overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony.
your faith over your family. Speak them out upon them. Speak them out of addiction.
something that we can just think about and even hesitate to do. Obviously the Lord is drawing us unto Him because He wills that we, praise God, be saved and delivered. It's up to you, each and every one of us individually, to believe that word that has gone forth, to receive it as it is, in truth, the word of God. Praise the Lord. The witness of that is what you feel in this place right now. The awesome power of God. And so, God... His intentions for you, obviously, is that you receive salvation, each and every one of us in this place. Amen. That's what His Word has directed to us tonight. It's amazing. When we can give Him enough time and when we can give Him enough place, even when we can give Him enough attention, it's amazing what we come and what we hear and what we realize and even what we face. Right now some of you are face to face with God. And you know what? I don't know if it's if it's just plain being awestruck or realizing the power of God, what God can do for you. But it's here. It's here in this place. And the Lord wills that we Take advantage of that. Not hold back and not hesitate. The psalmist said, I did not hesitate to turn my feet and to obey the word of God. I did not hesitate. I made haste. So you think about that. That, that is going out to each and every one of you tonight. Each and every one of you. It's going out to you. His testimony is what the man of God preached tonight. That was his testimony. Now it's up to you to take and to receive his testimony so you can say. So you can say. Praise the Lord. God is doing some great things. God is doing some great things. Hallelujah. Does anybody know what the number 12 represents? 
requires the Hebrew alphabet and number. Anybody in here know what number what the? What'd you say, brother? Government. So God's government can be imparted. God's government. Did you hear that? And I'm not just talking about, you know, yes, there's laws, <clears throat> there's statutes, there's ordinances, there's commandments, but in all that, all those words describe what God wants to do. He wants to govern. He wants to govern in your lives. When God governs in the person's life, guess what? A lot of things that we, amen, were, were uh, uh, how, how can I say, engulfed in or overwhelmed with or are bound with. When God's govern, government comes in our life, when he governs in our life, we're set free of that. Because that's the power of God's word. It's by the law of his mouth. By the law of his mouth. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to go till Sunday. We're going to make it 12. which we are, I believe the church of the living God goes beyond the norm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, what, you know what Jesus said? Jesus said this. He said that we should compel to walk not just one mile, but two miles. Yeah. Yeah. Because when we go beyond the first mile, we go out of our comfort zone. Yeah. And then we walk into that area where, let me tell you something. I don't know if you know this or you understand this, you even comprehend this, but we're, we're walking into that spiritual dimension. Yes. Because we're weary in our flesh, we're weary in our minds. But you guess what? The Lord wants us to be weak in our flesh. Yeah, yeah. So that the spiritual things can be established. Can be imparted, can be planted, can be grounded in us. Amen. Amen. So tomorrow night, Saturday, is that right? Tomorrow? Yeah. So, yeah. You know, yeah. Tomorrow is Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Amen. Tomorrow is Saturday. Same time, six o'clock prayer. Same time, six thirty service. Uh, Brother Craig will be taking a break Sunday Sunday morning. There'll be Sunday school, regular Sunday school, and then Sunday evening again. Brother Craig will be ministering same time, 6 o'clock, same time service starts 6.30. Prayer 6, service starts at 6.30. Same place, same time. We're going to be here. Same station, live and in color. We will be here. We will be here. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Somebody say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Wonderful things can happen. <clears throat> I, I remember a testimony. I just want to say this to get you to the point where you can start believing what God is speaking to us. But Brother Javier told me a revival that Brother Hancock preached in Sacramento, California. And he was supposed to be there for a week, I think it was, five days. 
he was supposed to preach a revival for Brother Moses Guterres. Well, they started out that week revival, and guess what? They went from one week to two weeks, and then three weeks, and four weeks, and pretty, pretty soon it ended up to being one month. God began to do some things. People were receiving the Holy Ghost. People were being baptized in Jesus' name. Miracles were happening. People were being healed. Their blind eyes opened. Deaf ears unstopped. People were coming out of wheelchairs and walking. The lame were walking. Amen. And guess what happened? He said, one, in one of the services, he said, there were some people up there at the altar seeking the Holy Ghost. All of a sudden, he said, the Holy Ghost fell on them and they began to speak with tongues. As the Holy Ghost gave the utterance, he said, you know what happened? He said, a lot of people in that revival witnessed this. He said, when those people, two people started receiving the Holy Ghost and speaking in tongues, he said, two angels walked through the wall. Hallelujah. And they said they stood in front of that person and they were watching him speaking in tongues and they were looking at one another and then they lifted up their hands and worshiped God and turned around and walked through the wall. You know, we, we, we hear that, we go, mm, yeah. But you know what? Guess what we guess what we're experiencing right now. You know what Jesus said? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. That's right. So when we come to the presence of God, guess what comes down? Heaven comes down. We're in that dimension, we're in that spiritual realm. So anything can happen. Amen. And probably will. Amen. I've been hearing that all my life and I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. That's why I like to talk about it. Hallelujah. We have seen that happen. We've seen miraculous healings. We've seen people, the biggest miracle of all, people receiving the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues. People being baptized in Jesus' name. That's the biggest miracle. Hallelujah. So with that being said, Amen. We'll see everybody tomorrow night. Amen. God bless you. Be one more. Be God's name.